Welcome to the weekly Bluegrass Basketball Podcast. My name is Kayla Vanhoos, and with me is my partner, John Moore, bringing your weekly coverage of important games to watch and talk about players that are currently on our radar. We are your number one source for the scoop on high school hoops and look forward to you growing along with us. We'll start out by talking about the All-A Tournament. First-round games begin this week. So what do you have for us, John? Well, you know, some uh, All-A, the regionals, kind of take care of themselves. Um, The main tournament, which I misspoke last week, it's not in Frankfurt anymore. It's now back at Eastern Kentucky University um, in Richmond. So it starts for the winners of all the regions on January 25th. So mm-hmm. we're about two weeks away or so from that. But the regions themselves, they kind of start doing their thing. Some of them had a couple first-round games last week. Some of them have some this week and then some uh, next week. really depends. Some of these regions have a ton of all-A schools. You know, mm-hmm. 15th region, prime example, we have a lot of all-A schools. Um, the 10th has a lot of all-A schools, and, like, the 11th, they only have five. So, depending on when you really um, – how many teams you have in your region is when they start playing games. But some games have been played already. I know in the 10th region, uh, Paris, who I think Paris will probably win the 10th region all-A, they won the whole thing – they won the all-A state tournament last year. Right. And they have, a, they have a lot of those guys – they have a couple of those guys back, Ashford and um, Johnson, who are two really good players. Um, they've already opened up and and um, beat Bracken County in the first round. So the 10th region has already played all their first-round games. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I don't see anybody. Maybe Bishop Brosser has a chance, but outside of them, I don't think anybody can really um, challenge Paris. And um, Paris and Bishop Brosser actually play in the second round. So I look for the winner of that one to come out of the 10th. Um, if you go down to Western Kentucky um, in the first region, Mayfield, is playing really good ball, not just, you know, based on their um, competition against Class A schools, but just overall they actually beat John Harden today. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and we we talked a lot about John Harden uh, last week out of the fifth. I'm, but, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm, I currently am yeah. residing on the bandwagon of John Harden. I'm sorry. Well, so. I, I, and rightfully so, but they went down and played in uh, Mustang Madness down in McCracken County where they had some games. Got Some of the games got canceled. Some of the games were played. But either way, Mayfield was able to um, – beat John Harden down there on a neutral floor. Um, mm-hmm. So And Mayfield, they went, they won their All-A region last year in the first. Um, they're 10-4 and four right now, so they have some nice wins. They haven't started playing. Uh, the first region, All-A hasn't started playing, but they actually uh, – Mayfield got a bye. So you look at their – I think Mayfield comes out of the first. I think University Heights definitely comes out of the second because, as we talked about last week, Heights is one of those teams that's also got a chance to just – you know, compete at a state level overall, not just, um, you know, all A. So University Heights definitely probably comes out of the second region. And mm-hmm. um, our well, I'd like to see probably, what he does in the all A tournament. Yeah, I mean, he's there. If I had to pick right now, University Heights would probably be my, would probably be the favorite, I think, right. to, um, to win, to win the all A. But they have the best first round game is against the 11th. So that's Lexington Christian Academy, who's got a great team. You know, Frankfurt High, who has mm-hmm. been kind of up and down. They've had some illness and injuries and other things going on. But when they have their whole team, they've been pretty good. So I think that Frankfurt High could give LCA a run. I still think LCA. But I look at the overall bracket in the All-A, and, it's you know, you've got Region 11 and Region 2 in the first round. So that would probably be University Heights and um, Lexington Christian. And then, you know, Region 7, Louisville Collegiate, uh, we talked about them a little bit. They barely missed out on making the um, LIT, which we'll get. We'll talk about the LIT a little bit later. 
Right. Um, they barely missed out on the LIT, but them and Kentucky Country Day are two pretty pretty good teams. Uh, KCD is, I think they've won the All A there like three or four years in a row. Um, they've had they've got a really good really good team, good program. You know, they've uh, really been uh, All A kind of standard there lately, especially in Louisville. And then of course you've got DeSales out of the sixth region, who's usually pretty good. Okay. Um, fifth region Bardstown, you know, they've won All A state championship before. They've been in the regular state tournament, you know. So, and actually, one of the, what I thought was going to be a really good first round matchup, Region Six, probably the sales, and Region Eight, which we were going to say Walton Verona. And mm-hmm. We talked about Walton Verona, the kid that I was talking about last week, actually separated his shoulder again this week in practice, and their coach came out that he's out for the year. So I hate to hear that. Yeah, I, really I, hate, I hate a I hate a season injury, injury, uh, ending injury more than anybody. Yeah. But. It's tough, um, and he, you know, he's a junior, so he's he's gonna have another year back. But I think um, they're kind of looking out for his future, you know, mm-hmm. more than just this season. And they still have it. I think they'll still win the eighth all A. The Stanley kid they have there just scored a two thousand points this week. Yep. Um, you know, so welcome to the him. club, young man. You're welcome, welcome <laughs> to the club. So yeah. I think um, I think you know Region Eight. You look at Walton Verona, another team. I want to kind of you know we talked about Barstown Region Five, but don't sleep on Caverna. I don't know mm-hmm. if many people know much about Caverna. You know, Mason Faulkner went there. Um, right. Boris, Boris Siakam went there back 10, 15 years ago, and they actually went to the real estate tournament, the regular at Rupp. But Region 5, you know, Caverna's got a kid. His name's Joby Howard, mm-hmm. um, senior. He's averaging 32 a game right now. Wow. Yeah, so it's impressive. I, I know we, people talk about level of competition, but, you know, he's pouring in 32 a game. I don't care who he's playing. So you look at Barstown and um, Caverna Region 5, but I still got to go back to University Heights. I think it's theirs to lose. Um, and I'm sure that's probably going to be bulletin board material for everybody that's going to play them in their all A. I'm sure LCA loves hearing that. But LCA, oh, yeah. is, I, I mean, University Heights and LCA, in my opinion, are probably the top two teams in it, and they play each other in the first round. So kind of a tough oh, draw there. Yeah, that is. A, that's just a, that's kind of how it falls. That's like, yeah. It's right. like the regular state tournament when the two mountain teams mm-hmm. draw each other, and it happens all the time. One's going down. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. What about the, what about down, you know, 14th, 15th, 16th? What do you think all the way down there? Well, you know, if I'm not mistaken, in the 15th region, Johnson Central is the only school big enough to not be in the all-A tournament. So right. that that automatically eliminates them from the equation. They're, they're probably one of your top three or four contenders in the 15th region anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for probably Pikeville or Shelby, Shelby Valley to win. Because right. they're now, both playing really good basketball right now. Eastridge won it last year. I think Coach McCoy got his team down there last year, but they were pretty senior laden, so I don't know if they'll have a chance to repeat. Coach but. McCoy is uh he's in a rebuilding year again. Okay. You know, he had that he had that tough senior class and I yeah. think he's yeah. I think he's kind of you know, he's got a lot of youth and struggling to get them to buy into his system and but you know Coach McCoy as well as I do and he'll get that sorted out before Oh, I know. Randy will before get him. regional tournament he'll, comes around. He'll get him he'll get him turned around. And you know, uh region four, really uh Russellville is always a, I mean they they dominate the all A in the fourth region. Now they graduated with a good group and then, you know, Paris Paris probably, you know, we talk about good draw, bad draw. You still got to play the game. Paris, out of the 10th region, is in the opposite bracket of height and LCA and Louisville okay. leads it. So, well, that's know, good for I, them, though. I think know? Paris, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Paris right there at the end of the day mm-hmm. having a chance to repeat um, all A. Eric Johnson, the kid that plays for them, he was um, all-tournament team last year for all mm-hmm. A. Really good player. Seen him play twice um, in person. He's a nice player. You really got to know where they can shoot it from anywhere. He can get to the basket. So um, I look for Paris, uh, University Heights, 
mm-hmm. you know, those are my two probably who I would, if I had to pick right now, I got those two in the championship. Well, I didn't touch, I didn't touch the 14th at all. I think you're either looking at Knott County Central or Lavely County. They've already, yeah, got, they've County. already, I think so. Yeah. Knott, Knott County is the real deal. Um, they, they both, Lavely County and Knott both won their first round games in the mm-hmm. LA. They, they started this weekend. Um, right. I've seen Knott County this year already and they're, they're a pretty tough team. They're really fundamental. Yeah. I, they're, I've seen them they're play enjoyable. once. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they, you know, they got some size, which you know, they are you big. Know, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna um, beat and bang with you, and they're gonna mm-hmm. play the way they want to play. So, um, not County. I mean, you know, BB's got loads of experience, so mm-hmm. they, I never would count them out either um, in this kind of a sitting. You know, so. and they're big for this area too. You know, you used to mountain teams were huge, and we're just, I don't know what's going on, but we're kind of in a in a downward area where we got well, small I kids. Think, we're not a guard ball, so. I think it's kind of, um, you know, you, you have your phases you go through. All regions do. You know, teams, mm-hmm. rota- people are different. Kids, do, you mm-hmm. know, the rotation, the influx of talent goes other places, other ways. So, I think there's a lot of really good young kids in the mountains that are going to be, oh, yeah. you know, a factor in the next couple of years. They're just not there yet. Um, but the all is a great thing. I'm glad that they do it in the middle of the year. I think it gives a chance for some of these small schools to um, – really put their name on the map and you know we get we get into you know situations here in our state where we talk about Louisville and Lexington and big schools and mm-hmm. all these six A powers and then you know this is a chance to kind of give those smaller schools that that opportunity to say hey we're here too we're part of it and really you know Shelby Valley won all a state championship and a state championship they're the, the only LA. team to have ever done that Right, you know, um, so. Elliott, Elliott County um, mm-hmm. had some good runs in the state tournament. Paintle had some good runs in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Before Lexington Catholic was, was removed from the All-A, they had another good, you know, Lexington Catholic yeah. in the early 90s with All-A too. So, you know, and University Heights obviously has, you know, they've been. They've always they've been, been there. The, they've been the standard in the All-A yeah. for as long as it, you know, as it's been around. My friend my friend and I, um, he's he actually helps with uh, 15th Region Zone, which is another kind of media yeah, coverage yeah. I follow, in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um his name's Cody and he you know, he and I kinda we got we got a little into it over um he's a he's a classes kind of guy. You know, uh, uh well, let me tell you something. You can tell Cody I said it. No offense Cody, I'm sure you're gonna listen, but you know, there's only one state yep. in this country that has one state champion. It's a, okay. It just it just means more. And we, we get into this, oh Kentucky basketball, Indiana high school basketball is better that's fine, you have four state champions. Um I just think it means more. And if somebody that's mm-hmm. won one, when I go places and people are like, oh, what's, you know, you want a state championship? Yeah, what class? We don't have class. Uh, they're, like, have class well, they're like, what? Like, we have one champion. You know, 200 and something schools, we have one champion. And it doesn't matter if you're 0 and 30 or if you're 30 and 0 at the end of the season, you've got a chance. So yep. I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that class of thing. I Me either. That, Sorry, that Cody. Falls, <laughs> that falls into the every kid gets a trophy. Like, nah, yeah. I'm good. Let's make it mean something, and I think it means it means more in Kentucky. It well, let's, has, I want to kind of talk will. about how um, I agree with classless for football, but to me, it's a safety issue, not necessarily well, you because take we're 11. trying to give a small take, a small kid, kids a chance. You need you need five kids to play basketball. You need eleven yeah. to play, and it's more of a contact sport in football. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, obviously, it's not going to be fair if you take Louisville Trinity's football team and play them against Pikeville football team and Pikeville's had a good program but mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not going to be close because of the depth issue you right know, you know get times, hurt, they don't have enough left like you know there's there's, that's there's a, a lot of there's a lot of times that schools that have won the state basketball championship are would be considered two three four a schools in football 
not mm-hmm. six day. Now, plenty of six day schools have wanted, obviously. But um, for sure. You know, I but just, it's not just, so heavily one sided that I think we need to have a discussion. No, I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I think that I think a couple years ago when Trinity won the basketball state championship, everybody kind of freaked out because they were like, "Oh, it's going to start getting like it is in football." And but it's not. You know, I mean, it still means more mm-hmm. when you're at Rep Arena um, Thursday afternoon getting ready to watch. Johnson Central play Scott County or whoever it might right, be. Right. I mean, just you know, it means more to people. Like you know, in a couple years ago, we had, a chance, we had a chance to beat Ballard in that first round. We just didn't, you know. Yeah, so it's big, not... uh, whoever was that big bearded assistant coach got pretty excited and jumped off the floor on a couple three pointers. I remember that. But, I, I don't um, know who that guy is. He he's kind of embarrassing, isn't he? He's probably in hiding after what happened on Saturday. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll not talk about that. Oh, we have, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Um, so we talked about the all A tournament, and you think it's U it's UHA's to win or to lose? I really, really? I, I mean, well, I think they're my favorite right now. But honestly, mm-hmm. if LCA or was to win the eleven and mm-hmm. beat them in the first game of the day, I wouldn't Man. be surprised. You know, right. I, I really wouldn't. I think Paris has a great draw. LCA has such a good following too. You just never know because right. I mean, people have really well, bought into close, their program. You know, they're going to be in Lexington, mm-hmm. going to Richmond, so it's different for kids coming from Hopkinsville, University Heights, coming to Richmond. So, and and like I said, I really think Paris has it set up. They have the experience. They won it last year. They've mm-hmm. got the they've got Johnson and Ashford who have experience doing that. Right. I really like Paris's chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like any other tournament. You just never know. That's why they play the game. So it should be mm-hmm. fun. I always, um, I've gone to the All A every year since I don't know since I was in high school, probably even before that because they used to play in Frankfurt. So um, since, uh, since like nineteen fifty, so. I guess you're talking. <laughs> I'm not that old, but that's fun. Um, yeah, I like the All A. I think it's fun. I'm I'm for it. So I think I think you're older than I think you're older than Tony Wise, aren't you? No, Tony Wise is fifty, so I'm definitely not that old. <laughs> I think he's fifty four, you know, so Yeah, well Tony the fact that we said his name on this podcast yeah. will make his life because Tony loves himself. <laughs> so he'll love to hear about himself. So what you're that. saying is nobody loves Tony Wise more than Tony Wise, right? It's not even close. Okay, let's talk about district games. Did you watch any? Uh, did you guys um, did, did Clark we, play district games? Yeah, we we had a big one. We went over to Paris and played, and uh, we were able to come back. We were kind of ready to come away with it. We ended up winning by six or seven. It was close throughout the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we played them earlier over at Clark and beat them by a similar margin. Um, they're just so tough. You know, before this year, Paris had won like twenty-two straight district games. So, which is saying a lot for a school like Paris, who's a Class A school mm-hmm. and is in a district with Bourbon County, Montgomery County, and Clark County, which are all big schools. So, what Paris has been, what Coach Brooks has been able to do over there mm-hmm. is um, really impressive. And and really, I think we could play Paris like ten times, and it probably would be five and five. They're really good. Um, you know, the yeah. Ashford, the Ashford kid got got hurt for them um, late in the first half and didn't come back, um, which would have probably made a difference, but. You know, I don't like to talk too much about my team because, you know, we, we just keep on playing. Well, hey, I, them, so. I asked, and, and I enjoy seeing the win-win-win tweets, you know, so. Yeah, that's that's my little thing, but, you I think we have to talk about Franklin County and Western Hills. Cause no, we don't. We do have to talk about it. No, because I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, and I don't want to do that because we're a family-based organization. Oh, we are? And, well, I'm just saying I don't want to get into negative talk about stuff 
Franklin County, Western Hills. Yes, they played this week. This they game. did. Franklin yeah. County won. Congrats. Yeah, Franklin County won. But it was a and good crowd, and I was impressed by it. I, it was. I like it. It was a good crowd. Yeah, there's always a good crowd for that game. Um, you know, it's the two schools in the town. Well, Frankfort High is also there. Every, anytime those three schools play, Frankfort, Franklin County, Frankfort High, mm-hmm. uh, or Frankfort High, Franklin County, Western Hills, excuse me, play, there's always going to be a good crowd. So people come out for that game. And, you know, really in that district, um, mm-hmm. Frankfort, Frankfort High beat Woodford, too, and Frankfort High is now uh, 3-0 in the district. So they're the one, they're in the driver's seat right now. Wow. Um, which is big for them. They, mm-hmm. they, um, you know, they, they're trying to get it turned around, and they're a competitor for the All A and the Eleventh. But they've not really, really been that competitive in, in a couple of years, so that's good for them. They made they made the regional tournament last year. Yeah. Um, as a runner up for the first time in like ten years. So Coach Barton, um, he he went there, he played there, won a couple All A regional titles there. So he really wants to be successful there. That right. region, that district, um, it's not what I would say the most talented obviously when you look at the 11th mm-hmm. but it's always very competitive right because the talent level is pretty even across the board mm-hmm. um but yeah you know there's district games all over the state this week one we touched on last week you know i talked about ashland playing boyd county in the finals of um, ait they actually mm-hmm. played like four days later in a district seating game at boyd yep. and Ash- ashland beat them again yep. so i think ashland's just kind of stepping themselves forward and saying we're the team to beat in the 16th you know just Ashland is Ashland is so just get to work, sit down and guard. They, I mean, they really are well coached. I mean, and, and Ashland Paul Blazers always taken great pride in winning. You know, so well, well, I they, think, they I think have, it's a team to beat. So they have a great history. Obviously, they won four mm-hmm. state championships. They haven't been to the state tournament since 2002, which is hard to believe. It's been a long time. Yeah. So I think they are the favorite to win the 16th mm-hmm. right now. But like I said last week, they're going to play Boyd probably two more times at least. You know, they're going to play them in another district game. They're going to play them in a district championship. Yeah. They're going to probably play them in a regional final. So they don't. Boyd doesn't have to beat them, but one time. So you know, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to count Boyd out. I'm not going to count Elliott out because they have, um, they have the experience. And I'll tell you another team in the 16th that I'm taking as a sleeper is Bass County. And I know people are going to think Bath County. You know, Bart Williams is coaching Bath County now. Um, they have their – I think they won their ninth game this past week, and it's the earliest they won their ninth game in a season in, like, 50 years. Bart Williams is an excellent X's and O's kind of guy, too. You know, I, I got to see him a lot as a coach at Pikeville, Right. And the man just knows what he's doing. And and Bart was a Bart was a great player too. I mean he played he yeah. played at the University of Pikeville. And I think he's the all time leading scorer. So somebody that that was that good at the game and then knows it that well also, I mean, why wouldn't you want to play for Bart Williams? And of yeah. course he's gonna make you better. Yeah, I think Bart's done a really good job in the sixties. He's done a really good job at Bath. Um yeah. you know, Rowan County has dominated that district as of late. Um, but yep. I think Fleming County is pretty good too. Has been pretty good in the past, but they're really struggling this year. But but I think you're schools, I think you're about to see a dawn of a new era. I think. Well, I, I was going to say I think yeah. I think Rowan and Fleming have been the mm-hmm. two names for so long that mm-hmm. now you know Bath Bath is going. to – I really like what he's doing. I I think that you know they have a chance to win that district this year. Rowan's going to be tough. Coach Thacker does a great job. He went to the state championship game. You know, like he knows what he's doing. Obviously, so Bart's son Blake. Uh, I got to watch him at the Smoky Mountain Classic, and mm-hmm. he is the real deal, and he's young. You're just going to keep hearing about him, I think, because, I mean, he's automatic score every time he's got the ball. So, 
Good for him. Have yeah, him play. I have to check him out. He's good. He, he's gonna take after his dad, I think. So yeah, that's that's not a bad thing. Um, well, I'll tell you some big games though. Um, there are some huge games coming up this week, and I mean maybe the biggest game right now in the state of Kentucky. And I know I'm going to be I'm biased. I'm a Lexington, you know, I'm a region guy, but Bryan Station, fourteen and one, plays Scott County, thirteen and one. Ooh. District game, first time they've met this year. Both teams are undefeated against in-state competition. And, you know, Bryan Station is, you know, depending on which, you know, the Cantrell and the Littenhouse ratings came out this week, Bryan Station and Scott County are in top ten in uh-huh. both of them. Um, so, so who you got? To me, who are you giving the edge to? Man, I don't know. It's tough. I, I like the – I mean, Bryan Station right now is playing with such confidence uh-huh. and swagger that – it's so hard to pick against them, and it is at Bryan Station. And for people that don't know, when you go play at Bryan Station, it's different. It's mm. just it's just different. You know, people give the city, Lexington, a hard time. Oh, fans don't come, and the bands don't come, and all that. And they talk about this stuff without knowing reasons behind it. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you go to Bryan Station High School this week and you watch Bryan Station play Scott County, it's going to be packed over there. It's going to be wild, and it's going to be just what Bryan Station wants. Now, Scott County is not – they're no joke. Mm-hmm. You know, Scott. what Scott County does well really counters what Bryan Station does well. Like, I just think it's going to – I can't call it. It's just – I can't – it's just such a – I think there's, they have established themselves as the two best teams in the 11th region. I'm going to go Scott County. I've, I've been seeing them Scott County since day one. You've, you've given me a little well, let me, about let me it. That's clarify, okay. Let me clarify something about yeah. this, me giving you heck about Scott. You do. You, you do. said this was the tweet. You said it was early this summer, going to go out on a limb and predict the state champion, Scott County. To me, that's not going out on a limb to predict a team that made it to the second round of the state tournament and has most of their guys back and they're a perennial powerhouse it's, every year. That's not going out on a limb. Listen, like, Oh, that's like saying Kentucky's going to go to the Final Four. Well, Picking a winner in August is going out of a limb, period. Well, I mean, if you came with something like, oh, Johnson Central is going to go to win the state tournament, I'd be like, okay, you're going out on a limb. But not – Scott County is not going out No, you would have said, okay, you're time. stupid, because Johnson Central is good. But they're not a, they're not a state title but contender. I'm just saying, don't say going out on a limb and throw Scott County out there. That's, that's not going <laughs> on a limb. Everybody in the All state right. of Kentucky that knows anything about high school basketball knew Scott County was going to be one of the top five teams in the state this year. So by saying them, that's but not I'm saying out. number one, no matter what, that is that is out on a limb. Fine. That's fine. You can yeah. say that. And I think I they're top five. And I think Brian Station's top five. I'm I'm telling you, Brian Station, the kid, Eric Boone. He has, I guess I'm gonna have to try to get to that right, game. He has thrust himself into the Mr. Basketball conversation. Nobody knew who he was. He, He's been a kid around Lexington that that has been, you know. So we, we've been sleeping on him then. I haven't. I've known him since he was a freshman. My favorite memory of Eric Boone, and people won't. I, I hope. I hope Boss is listening to this because he will know, and the people that were at the game will know. When Eric Boone was a freshman at Bryan Station High School, mm-hmm. there was a game at Dunbar between Bryan Station and Dunbar. You know, freshman JV varsity. So, and Eric played freshman, and JV as a freshman. Right. And there, there was a moment in this game where one kid from one team dunked on another kid from another team. And it was pretty impressive dunk. Crowd goes wild. Eric Boone, as a freshman, runs on the court out of the stands and just points 
at the kid that got dunked on. They had to stop the game and clear the court and all this, and it was – Oh, Eric, no. Yeah, Eric Boone. He's a clown, but, no, he's really good. He's physically taking care of himself. He's gotten in the gym in the offseason and gotten better physically. He's a leader emotionally for them. He's grown up. He's mature. He keeps them under wraps. I really like Bryan Station. Bryan mm-hmm. Station and Scott County are in the same district, so it's another one of those things where they're probably going to play a lot this year. Right. Um, but – so, so I'm just, not put, just for I'm not uh, just gonna, for rivalry's sake, you're gonna be you're gonna go with Brian Station. I'm going with Scott County, and we're just gonna. Well, one of my it. very very good friends is the head coach of Brian Station, so okay, I'm going I'm gonna go with them. But I'm I'm not gonna put too much stock into it because I really think it'll be whoever wins, it'll be a single right. digit game. They're gonna play again in a couple of weeks over at Scott County. They're probably gonna play again in the district tournament, and they might play again in the regional final. So, I mean, either way. I think with what they've done so far this year, they're the two best teams in the region, and they're both okay. teams in the state of Kentucky. There's a game I want to talk about. Um, sure. It wasn't a, wasn't district play, but Dante Allen and Andrew Taylor met over the weekend. Saw that. Yeah. Um, Corbin came away with the win, but, mm-hmm. you know, Dante still dropped, I think, 30. And No, I think Dante had the 45. And Did he have 45? Taylor had 38. Oh, yeah. Andrew had 38, and Dante had 45. So they both put on a show, apparently. Mad that I wasn't there, but that was that would have been a pretty good game to be at. You know, to, um, last year when I was at Dunbar, we mm-hmm. went to Bowling. We went to Bowling Green and played Bowling Green High School. Yeah, and people were billing it as a Mister Basketball type thing because obviously we had Tavy on and Bowling Green had Terry Taylor. Right. And for for my money, last year those were the two best players in the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, they both finished their career, you know, as State champions, state tournament MVPs, Division One athletes signed. They're both putting up huge numbers right now. But right. there was there was a little bit of conversation because, you know, Bowling Green won the game, um, and so people said, well, Terry Taylor wins the matchup because his team won the game. But Tavion right. had better numbers, so people said, oh, well, Tavion mm-hmm. had better numbers. Obviously, Bowling Green was a much better team than Dunbar last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to think I like I don't think we need to put too much. St- and obviously, Dante and Andrew are different classes, um, yeah. but it's really. It's good to see that that game was played and that game was scheduled because it's just good that we had two of our, you know, top day playing and going. Yep. I'm going to tell you, though, I mean, Corbin's, Corbin's more than Andrew Taylor, though. I don't know if people have seen him play, but they have some other guards that can really shoot it. So Andrew Taylor has know. a great surrounding cast. I'll he give does. him that. And, you and, know, and, and I, know that, I know that Corbin won the game and Pendleton was missing a kid, one of their better mm-hmm. shooters. The Yelton, I think it was Yelton wasn't playing. And, mm-hmm. and Dante has a, good, has, a, has a better supporting cast than he gets credit for. Um, right. But, you know, good game, close, and um, both, both kids put up major numbers and big numbers. So I was glad. I was good, it was good to see that. I was glad to see that, those, that they played each other, and it was a, it was a nice matchup. I'm always a fan of seeing that. You know, like Andrew Taylor and Trayvon Faulkner played a couple weeks ago. So, you know, it's always good to see those um, those those type of players going at it. So, you know, um, but Corbin came away with the win. And to me, I've always said this, and obviously I'm not a fan, I'm a coach. So, to me, the most important statistic in all of sports is wins and losses. Right. Because well, that's all, that's all that day, matters at the end of the day. Yeah, right. So, you know, I got – you know Andrew Taylor though he's a good player. Dante's a good player, so we hear a lot think about it him been, for the I think it, it would have been exciting to watch because I, you know, they're just both entertaining, and they, yeah. can, they can get to the oh, basket yeah. and score. So I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. People like if, if you're listening to us right now, we're going to tweet out games to check out this week all across the state. So 
if you live in Western Kentucky or you live in Eastern Kentucky and you want to see, you don't know what, you know, maybe your hometown team's not got a game that you're really interested in going to see, check us out. We'll tweet it out. There's games all over the state now that we've got into district play and other things that are going on that um, mm-hmm. you need to go check out because there's a lot of good talent around the state that um, you need to check out. If you get a chance, you're going to wish you got to see it. And I, and I think that we're, I think we're seeing a season where people are kind of branching out. Normally Corbin and Pendleton wouldn't have played. So I think no, I, I think, I think um, that's a credit to um, that or that um, event to get those two teams there. I believe it was mm-hmm. played at South Laurel. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a credit to their coaches, both their coaches for being agreed to play it. But I'm always also of the mindset that if you want to make your team better, you go play these games. Yep. Win or lose, you know, that's not a district game. It's not a seeding game. You know, it's not going to do anything but make your team better. So, um, Exactly. You know, so and, I'm all uh, for it. And speaking of, um, I got to watch Simon Kenton play this, this week. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty solid. I really hadn't had them on my radar. but mm, They're big. They are big. Um, and their bigs move well, so mm-hmm. it it was pretty impressive play, and it kind of it kind of told us where Johnson Central stood as far as like the statewide spectrum goes. Um, right. They're still looking very young, but having hard times with uh, with bigger kids. But I, I was just really impressed. Um, they got a freshman, number three, I think his name is Kelly Neese. Uh, Simon yeah. Kenton, that, that kid's the real deal, and I look forward to watching him mm-hmm. for the next three years. So, well, you know, that's an eighth region team, so they play a yeah. style you probably enjoy. We talked about that last week. They, you know, eighth region's a different style region. They play a different style. Like I said last week, play technique. I'm, I'm into that. I, I think you're not allowed to play basketball. And, so, I just like basketball. <laughs> I might prefer one style to another, but yeah, I, I, I think like I said before, the eighth region style is like taking a mountain region and just sticking it in and, Kentucky. So. And their senior big Zach Kelsch, he was really athletic. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Like he didn't get tired. I mean, he's a big kid. Didn't get tired right. at all. Was getting up and yeah, down the floor the whole kid. time. Getting up and down the floor the whole time. And I'm impressed by that. When when a big doesn't really look like they need a break. So, right. so yeah. I kind of I wanted to give them some props. They looked good this week. Um, yeah. I liked the Marvin Meredith Classic at Russell. It was good. It was yeah. a good tournament. Right. And Russell High School had that. Uh, they had their logo up for the hundredth year of high school basketball. This is our centennial year. We're trying to we're trying to celebrate it a little bit. So, um, get out to a game. Did, 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 um, did Kenny Trivet like pay you to say that or? No. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I love Kenny, but. You know, know I work. That, so. You know I work for the KBC. I so, didn't know that. I know. So I, I got, I've got. To I just give a didn't know. If, I didn't know if Kenny paid you for a selfless plug like that. No, I'm just an unselfish person, John. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is. Okay. Much and I also to, much love to Kenny Trevor though. But. Yes, we love you, Kino. Um, I also kind of want to give an honor to the KHSA. They updated their website. I love it. It's really easy to use now. Um, and now you can check out the scoreboard and see who's playing who, and it's a little more organized. And, uh, yeah, they did. Know. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It, it looks good. It's easy to get through. Um, now there's no excuse for you guys not knowing who to go watch because it's pretty easy to look at. Um, right. What else you got, John? Any any, any big, games this big, week? Big week. Big yep. week in Louisville. Huge week in Louisville. It's the LIT. Now, the LIT has changed a little bit since when I was in high school. They invited – four teams from out of the area to play in it mm-hmm. and, one, and 20 teams were in it. Now it's down to 16 and it's just reserved for teams in the sixth and the seventh region, um, which is really good basketball. Some really good teams, you know, they seed it. They have a couple, they use a little com- different like computer rankings and 
who you play, you know, level of competition, head-to-head matchups with teams in Louisville, different things like right. that. So, um, but Trinity was the, is the one seed. Fern Creek is the two seed. So those two obviously go in. We're looking for round that the round three of that mm-hmm. matchup could come in the finals. Doss came away with the three seed. You know, they like I said, been playing good. Ballard's the four. And Butler, we talked a little bit about Butler last week. They actually did lose a game. They finally I know. Like, they were our Broke last my heart. Yeah. So they're the five. Um, but I'm looking at the bracket, and, and, you know, it's really easy to say it's going to go scratch and you're going to see Trinity Ballard, Fern Creek, Doss in the semifinals. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, the game that really, that, that really intrigues me is Wagner versus Fairdale. And let me tell you, I, let me tell you why. I've seen Wagner play. Mm-hmm. They play about 10 or 11 kids. They get after you. They really like – they can cause a problem. The the kid, I don't want to mispronounce his name. His first name is JJ. Last name starts with a K. I will butcher it. But I think people know what I'm talking about. Really good player <laughs> for them. He's a junior. Um, but Fairdale's been – this is probably the best Fairdale's been in eight or nine years. You know, Fairdale was a dominant force in the early 90s, won three state championships. But – you know, re, you know, realignment and district changes in Louisville kind of sit them back. But they're playing well. They, they really, they, they had a win. They left the King of the Bluegrass, which they host with a, with a winning record, which is always good. Right. Um, but I think, you know, the winner of this Wagner Fairdale first round game, I think they could give Doss a run for their money. I really do. And Doss would be their next opponent if Doss was to get by Iroquois. So I think that that really, you, you you know, my sleeper is Wagner or Fairdale to get to the semifinals of it. I really mm-hmm. think they have a chance. Now Dolph might come out and just be what they are, which they well, but three, they don't they don't travel well. I don't think. I, I just well, don't think they well, tra- well, it'll be packed over there. It'll be packed over there. It's at Valley High School. Everybody it may be because because it's a big deal. So. If the people that came to the LIT came to Rupp Arena and supported yeah. the Louisville schools, you would you know they would they would be be unbelievable but they don't want to do that but it'll be packed over there and i mm-hmm. you know i really do i really expect trinity and fern creek to play each other in the finals um ballard i never count them out so you know butler and ballard could play in the second round which would probably be a pretty good matchup um mm-hmm. you know um if you have a chance to get over there um to valley and check it out valley has a really nice facility they just built it about three or four years ago and actually okay. former former louisville cardinal dewan wheat head coach at Valley. And let me tell y'all, DeJuan Wheat was a stud in high school. He was a stud at Louisville. I know <laughs> Kentucky fans don't want to hear that, but, and he's coaching now. So, um, you know, very nice facility. Um, I'm going to go Trinity Fern Creek in the finals round three. And that ball has the last, last thing that has the ball my have to win that game. So, so, so you're thinking down to the wire. I, always. Those two players yeah. always going to be down to the wire. And they've been down to the wire twice there, you know, twice this year in split. Um, they just, right. you know, they're two best teams in Louisville right now. I may I may have to take a trip to the Lou. I may have to do it. And you I think people it. I think people mistake me for a Kentucky fan because I'm always pulling for No, you you're know, a Marshall Kentucky, fan, which I wouldn't tell a lot of people right now, but we'll get to for, that. For <laughs> for Kentucky kids to go to Kentucky schools, you know, and not and and Tavion is at Western and he's doing what he does at Western very well. But but I have a great you know, a great assumption that he could also add to the roster at Kentucky. And and I'm not saying that you're Are we going to have this? Are we going to do this right now? We are. I'm not saying that your best basketball player in Kentucky deserves to be your five-star recruit that Kentucky gets, but there's got to be room on the this bench is, at Kentucky or Louisville every okay. year for your best player. I will say this. Louisville does have some Kentucky kids. Dwayne Tatton yeah. played Dubont Manual. 
yes. Glenn Snyder, Grace Balding. They have Kentucky kids, and yes. you know they have some walk-ons that are from the state too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can't you that, can't just nod to one. You can't you can't give the nod to one. I don't I don't understand. Here's the deal. And, I, and like I told you before we start, my perspective on this is going to be a lot different than most people's. Um, right. I think it's an unfair conversation to have about the kids that Kentucky doesn't recruit in state because those kids mm-hmm. made a decision that they felt at the time was best for them. Right. And John Calipari took the job at the University of Kentucky. Things changed. Mm-hmm. They did, and John, and that, and that's not. I'm not saying that's a, in a negative or a positive way, but it just mm-hmm. changed. You know, you're not gonna, you're not going to see a lot of your Kentucky heroes or however you want to call it, legends. They're not going to be over there because these kids want to play. And right. when, when John Calipari comes to you and says, "Yeah, we well, got a spot for you," you're, you know, but you're not. Their priority is going to be the number one, number two, number three guards in the country. Right. You know, so obviously it's worked out for some kids. You know, Dominique Hawkins worked out for him great. He did it. You know, it worked out for him. I just think it's it's really it's unfair to these kids to get on here and talk about, oh, well, Kentucky, how could Kentucky not recruit them? And how could Kentucky not do this? And, like, mm-hmm. you know what? They, you know, they get they hear enough about it. They're yeah. where they are because they want to be where they are, and they're mm-hmm. happy with where they are. I can't speak for every kid. I can speak for one, and yeah. I know he is extremely happy where he's at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, and I don't really. I, I just don't want to get too much into. Well, it's not a. It's not a knock against the kids in any way. It's saying they're talented enough to be at Kentucky. That's. that's I think it means. Offense. I think it means more to fans when yeah. there's that kid in there that was from the state that they can root for because there's. Well, John, so I think. Turn, we, I think so we have a top turnover. down problem. Yeah, and they well, don't know so who's much, playing for anymore. Well, there's so much turnover at the University of Kentucky right now with, yeah. you know, you have a whole new class every year. And you know what? I know there's going to be people that are listening to this, and they're going to agree with me, and there's going to be people that are listening to this, and they're not, and that's yeah. fine. I know some people love what, what Cal Perry does. I know some people don't, and that's fine. Like, you're entitled to your own opinion. I just I'm think fine that, with that, too. I mean, you and I are on the opposite sides of this of this whole argument, and that's fine. I don't care. But this this is my perspective, and I know that some people are feeling that way as well, and some people feel the way that you do. But but I think that we have a top-down problem with, okay, people really aren't caring about basketball statewide anymore because those kids that they're, that they're not watching in high school, which they might watch if they thought had a chance to go to the University of Kentucky. You know, if a kid is being recruited heavily by UK, then obviously they have a statewide following after that immediately. So. Oh, there's no doubt. I can't. Tell, I can tell you, and, and people don't want to hear this either. Yeah. But there's been plenty of times that a kid that's gotten a recruit, got recruited by Kentucky early in their career, has sealed mm-hmm. up Mr. Basketball for that fact and that fact only. Absolutely. So, I'm just saying that we have an attendance problem across the board. But even Kentucky has a student section attendance problem. Like, if your kids don't have anybody to identify with at all, that's what yeah. happens. Well, you know, there's no, funny. there's no problem. And, and people may not want to hear this, and some people will know I'm right, some people will think I'm wrong. But <laughs> if you all think that John Calipari loses one iota of sleep over people being upset because there's not a Kentucky kid on the bench, you're completely <laughs> out of your mind. Oh, because I don't he think he cares. He doesn't. I don't, I don't think he cares. He doesn't. He's, and that's his, fine. 
his job is to go get the best kids in the state, our best kids in the country, and have them come play for him and get them to the NBA. And that's fine. That's what he yeah. does. And everybody yeah. knew that when he got in. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's hard for people to complain about it now when yeah. they knew what they were well, getting you, to. You know what you signed up for. But this, but that, but that's the result. That's why you have, you know, fewer people showing up. They don't know who to identify with. There, there's, there's no hometown pride. You know, it's just there's that's that's contributing well, to this the is, this, is, this is this is what I say to the people that are upset about that. Yeah. Okay. Go to a game. Go to <laughs> Richmond, Kentucky, and watch Eastern Kentucky, who has seven kids on their roster from the state yeah. of Kentucky. Go, Go to, to Western Green, Kentucky and watch the team that has four kids on their roster from the state of Kentucky. Go to Northern Kentucky and watch Carson Williams and mm-hmm. Mason Faulkner and Drew McDonald. Go watch them. You want to see your hometown kids? There's other programs in the state you can go watch. Go yep. watch them because they're playing, and they're playing at a high level. We can, I can tell you right now, Northern Kentucky will probably win the Horizon and be back in the, in the NCAA tournament. You know, Western has mm-hmm. a really good chance to be in, win the conference, conference USA. So if you want to see your hometown kids, you want to see local kids play, dry, I mean – we're talking about three separate areas of the state, mm-hmm. eastern, northern, and western. I'll have plenty of hometown kids. If you want to go see them, get in the car and go see them. Yep. But don't – don't. I just don't want to get enamored in all this. Oh, my <laughs> God, Calipari. But I think the one kid you talked – you had the tweet about who were the biggest misses. Yeah. And your number one was who? Lofton? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say a name, and I don't think a lot of people are going to know it, and obviously I'm biased, but Jim McDaniels. From Allen County, yep. went to Western Kentucky. He's their all-time leading scorer. He played in the NBA. He was drafted in the first round. He took Western Kentucky to the NCAA Final Four in 1971. To that's me, a big miss. That's, that's a big miss. That's the biggest miss. But I'm a, I'm biased, you know, and that's old school. Stuff well, you love, you love like the talk. And uh-huh. and I want to I want to give credit to Tute for picking where he went to go because he knew what he wanted and he wanted to play. You know, it's, well, it's apparent I, it's now. Not, it's apparent it's now just, that I'm. That I'm married to J.R. Bannon. I want to give I want to give credit to Terry Taylor for going to Austin P and playing. I want to give credit to Pedro Bradshaw. He Mm. went to Belmont. Now he's at Eastern. I want to give credit to Jackson Davis to go into Butler. All these kids they did what they wanted to do, and that Mm. at the end of the day, I think it's really it's really hard and really sad for adults to talk about what kids should do. Like I talked about that last week, but either way. but well, coming from coming from my perspective, it's not that the kids did anything wrong to me. You know, I'm married to one that chose to go to a small right. one, the smarty hey, one school, what, funny and story, he had a fantastic career. So the night the night that um, Kentucky played Marshall at Kentucky when Jr. was a senior, yeah. I was there because Western actually beat Kentucky in the first round of that tournament, mm-hmm. and George Washington beat Marshall. So everybody was expecting Kentucky and Marshall in the finals, but they both got beat, so they played in the consolation game. Yeah. I remember that, and you know the referee crowd gave Jr. a standing ovation. I remember that. Yeah, um, I think that's one that really. I think that was kind of the first one, mm-hmm. that really, because a lot of those kids would go to Kentucky back then. Yeah, and Jr. and Jr. had a great, obviously had a great career at Marshall. So, I mean, he did, and and I and I have a hard time believing, and this is not biased. I have a hard time believing that he couldn't have fit in somewhere at Kentucky. I'm glad he went to Marshall. You know, fifth all time in scoring, like. He's he's on the all-time rebound list. You know he did what he did at Marshall, and he started all four years. So so he he wanted that, and there's no discredit to kids that want that. But no. but at the same time, I feel like sometimes if they get snubbed by our state's university, that's that's the way that I feel about it. It's just well, I just think it's unfair after a mm-hmm. child, after a kid has chosen where they're going to go, yeah, and they're playing where they're playing mm-hmm. to just like continually bring it up because. Well, 
It's always going to happen, though. At the end of the day, they're where they are. So we don't yeah. need to get into this, oh, I can't believe Kyle Perry didn't recruit this kid. Oh, I can't yeah. believe Patino or Patino yeah. didn't recruit this kid. Like, let them do what they want. Like, yeah. don't blow their Twitter up. Don't blow their social media up over that stuff, man. Hey, I'm not, I'm not tagging them. I'm not tagging them. No, I know you're not. I know. I'm just saying in general, general talk. Yeah. So. All right. Let's talk about this Marshall and Western game. You're, you're, they played? You're wanting to, they did. <laughs> Marshall didn't show up. Hold on up, a so. second. Hold on a second. I just got an alert on my phone. Western <laughs> just scored again. It was 61 to 30 at the half. Let me tell you, best stat of the night. One team hit 15 threes. One team hit seven. The team that hit seven won the game by 30 points. The 30-point shot is sometimes full of gold. It really is. You know what I've noticed? What? They don't guard us. So. Their their motto is, I'm going to score more than you. Well, they gave up. And, and that didn't well. work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I'm just taking my lumps on this one. I expected more out of the herd, but you guys got that kid eligible, you know, right okay, before yeah. the game. So. And he didn't, and, but he didn't, he didn't come into the game. He entered the game and the score was 24 to eight. Okay. But how many did he drop though? 16. We had six guys in double figures. He was like fourth on that list. He made a difference, man. You know, he made a difference. No, who made and a he- difference was Darius Thompson who had a triple double. And Justin Johnson, who had uh, 25 and, like, 13. Justin Johnson is my boy. I'm going to give him props. I've had faith in him all along, so I'm proud of him. And if anybody could beat my herd, I'd like for it to be him. So, there you go. It wasn't. Tip, that was, they tip didn't, of my hat. They didn't beat him. <laughs> they throttled him. I like, know. The spread, I'm just glad I wasn't there. The I'm spread there. going into the game was Marshall by one. Yeah. Somebody, well, we better not talk about that. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, but they'll play again. So. But thank you for thank you for having a Twitter wide welfare check on me after that game. I was pretty heartbroken. Well, this but I just is wanna, the thing. Don't I just want to clarify that they're Boston. They're not they're not Buffalo. They're Boston. No, whatever they are, they got embarrassed. Just don't go on Twitter and tag me and things, and then not be able to handle repercussions. Like don't do it because I'm not I'm not gonna start it. I'm not. I'm not afraid to get roasted. I'm not afraid. Don't don't poke the bear. That's I'm not an afraid. Old thing. I'm just saying. Okay. Like, I was gonna to, let to, it go. You weren't gonna let it go. No, you, you're not capable of. Well, you okay. started it. I finished it. Actually, they finished it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, because I missed your I missed your name on the roster. Um, I just. I got I just my degree. Get... Hey, where'd you get your degree from? Morehead State. Yeah, you might <laughs> want to check them then. My degree says Western Kentucky University. But you're not on the roster. Anyway, I want to give a nod to those kids that broke career milestones. Um, we talked about Brennan Stanley already. Brennan 2000 Stanley, yeah. Club. Um, um, Jared Coomer from Barron County got his 1,000. Um, nice. And he's, Sean McIntyre from Villa, Villa Madonna, 1,000 points. Yeah. This kid down in Barron County, this Coomer kid, he's pretty mm-hmm. good. Like, he's one of those, nobody really has heard of him, but he's pretty right. good. Right. And Mikhail Burry's 1,000 points. Pretty Newport, good. right, yeah. Yep. So I'm sure there's some of, that we missed, but either way. I'm sure. And, and if you don't tell me about them, yes. yes, make sure we're in the know. There's only two of us, really. We can't, you know, we can't do without you. I've got I've got a dude down in the 13th region, Mikey Hobbs, who really makes sure I know it all in that area, and that's so helpful. We'll take your DMs, we'll take your tweets, and we almost always retweet you when you tag us, unless unless you're trolling us, and then, you know, just I'll let it go. You can't troll me. I'm proud of it. I'm just telling you, you can tweet a blue-grass basketball all you want, but 
You can leave me out of <laughs> troll, troll John Moore. Do it at your own cost. But he will roast you. Maybe I just kind of let it go, let it slide. No, All right, you got anything else, John? Actually, don't tag me in anything. I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to respond to anything. <laughs> um, like if you're private, you don't even get notifications when people tweet at I'm you that don't follow you, right? I try not to say much. You'll see me tweet win, win, win. That's probably about all you see me tweet. It makes me so mad that I can't retweet you, though. It drives me nuts. Nah, there's a reason for that. So. <laughs> you got anything else? Because I think, I think we've covered just about everything, and you were able to uh, boast about Western, your top. Yeah. So. That's easy to do. Um, I think just guys go out and see your favorite teams play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you have anything you think that we ought to talk about, any topics for next week, um, give us a shout. Tell us, let us know. We're up, open to anything. Um, we try and stay positive, you know. And um, I know a lot of people. I got a lot of um, texts and messages from people that listened from around my area that really enjoyed the content, had some yep. suggestions for some things. If we don't talk about your team. Or your kid, it's not personal. There's over 200 and, what, 25 teams in the state of Kentucky. And we try to limit it to an hour. We try right. to limit it to an hour. I think well, we went hour and a half last time. But yeah. if there's something we need to know, let us know. You know? Yeah, and we're all about helping our kids in this state. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, just let us know. Um, we're, we're, we've tried, we try to hit everybody we can every week. Um, like, you know, we talked about the All-A this week, which is a whole different um, caliber of, of discussion than what we had last week. Um so if you have any anything you think we ought to talk about, any topics, you know, give us a shout. Um, let us know milestones that have happened over, you know, this week. If you if somebody broke a record, if there's a streak mm-hmm. on the line or whatever, um, let us know. We'll, we'll we'll mention it. We'll we'll do our research if we don't know about it. But I think we cover a lot of stuff. So yeah, and we are 82 followers away from 17,000, and we get um, to give away a free T-shirt when we get to 17,000. So Okay. Tell your friends. Um, spread the word. Um, also, um, check out the KHSA website, the scoreboard. There's a lot of good events going on this weekend. Um, you know, it's that time of year where you're going to have a lot of Saturday events. I know we're having one over at Clark County with girls and boys teams. So if you're in the Central I'm Kentucky area. I'm glad to see area, that. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in the Central Kentucky area, come check us out. Um, it's just uh, over at uh, Clark County all day on Saturday. Um and I know there's some all over. And all A, like we talked about earlier, all A regional tournaments are starting to get into full effect. Mm-hmm. So go out, check those out, see some players and teams you, you're not familiar with. And, um, you know, everybody stay warm. I know it's been ridiculously cold um, yeah. lately. So everybody trying, you know, stay warm and take care of things. And Be stay safe. safe. Yep. Yeah, when you travel to the game, you know, stay safe. Um, also, you know, like I said earlier, give us some suggestions. Give us stuff you want to hear about. We'll talk about it. Um, but don't don't come at us with anything negative. We're not going to talk negative about kids, so, no, or teams, or anything. Or and as always, or hashtag Trivia Tuesday. Tune in. We may we may let John pick the questions this week. So no, we won't let John pick the questions <laughs> because the questions have nothing to do with what John likes. They have what they have to do with Kayla naming her cat after somebody that played in Eastern Kentucky. Hey, don't hate on King Kitty Coleman. That's so Jesus. rude. That's so rude. Me and Kayla um, had a text message argument this week about eastern you, kentucky Central you hate kentucky the basketball. i don't hate the mountains i just don't i just wish that people that romanticize basketball in the mountains would romanticize it in central kentucky as well i romanticize basketball everywhere but you mm. can't be mad you can't be mad at the name king kitty coleman nobody can be mad at that i just think so. that's weird i think you like it's kind of <laughs> odd to me like i wouldn't name my cat after you don't even kitty like coleman. cats so 
Well, I'm just saying, you named your cat after a guy that played 75 years ago. It wasn't 75 years ago, but whatever. The first Mr. Basketball, dude. You know? Kids need to know. They do need to know. They also need to know about people in, in Central Kentucky. Um, I talk about Corky Withrow all the time, so I don't even want to hear it. Where is he from? Central City. Which is in Western Kentucky. Oh, my bad. You want you want to name drop somebody in, in Central Kentucky? Will that make you feel better? No, I'm just saying. We've got some legends here, too. You do? Start talking about them. I mean, we got I Jack Gibbons. We got Jack Gibbons. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Goose Gibbons. Goose and I are pretty close friends, so I mean, sorry. You know, Steve Miller played Henry Clay, Mr. Basketball, went to Western. He was pretty good, too. No, I mean, I, I, I don't want to get into this because we're running out of time. But anyway, yes. people – Tweet at us. Mention us. Let us know at, what you want to hear. The, hit the at button. Want to give a shout out to a couple of guys that listened to the podcast last week. Okay. And we're very happy that I didn't roast any officials. They were very happy that I was kind to officials. They you didn't they give are. your five minutes of what made you mad this week. So I don't have. I went. You don't I went have two, it. I went with two last week, so I'm going to let this week go. What okay. makes me mad right now is that it's too cold. So okay. there you go. But no, so the I weather give, is made John mad. That, yeah. That's his I just want to give I want to give a shout out to these these couple of gentlemen that I know will be will be turn, will be tuning in. That they were very happy that I didn't roast officials <laughs> last week. So you're welcome. Continue doing what you do. Throw the ball 35 feet in the air for a tip. You know who you are. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got this week. I want to give a shout out to Coach S at Louisville Collegiate because he's been our biggest supporter so far. Yeah, I appreciate hey, it. I, you know what? Funny thing, Coach S. I remember watching him coach AU basketball at mm-hmm. the Eddie Ford Hoop Fest because I worked at Eddie Ford Hoop Fest for years before. Now it's obviously not that Eddie Ford sold it, but um, and he is he loves the game and he's mm-hmm. an intense dude. And Louisville Collegiate is not an easy job, but he's got him on the map. And you know they're fifteen and three. And they got a chance to win that all-A region like we talked about earlier. So, appreciate the the love and support from him. Um, I got a lot of grief from the guys that I coach with for doing this. Um, so, you know, I'm sure I'll get more of that when I when I get to school tomorrow. But they'll be all right. Tell tell them I said to get over it. How about that? I'll let them know you said that. Okay. Hey, and uh, shout out to Faith Wise for the best uh, post Malone impression I've ever seen in my life. You nailed it. No, 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 we're not talking about the Wise family. Yes, we are. Faith Wise nailed it. Faith Wise is the best Wise right now, so. Good Lord, you are, none of them are the best, okay? Listen, (laughs) I'm just telling you, the fact that you spent this much time talking about that man and his family, he will not, it's just going to be a I can't wait, I can't wait till you have to, like, widen the doors to let him in, you know, into the gym and stuff. Can't wait. I don't let him into any gym. He won't play us. (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap up. Um, thanks again for listening to the uh, weekly Bluegrass Basketball Podcast. Uh, let us know if you want to hear something different. Um, tweet at us, at Bluegrass B-Ball. We're also on Facebook if you prefer that. Um, some people are still over there doing their thing, and that's fine. Um, right. My name's Kayla Van Hoos, and my partner's John Moore, and we're going to bring you weekly coverage of all 16 regions if we can. So uh, tune in next week, and thanks for listening. Cool.